This is episode 311 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dio Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel Sleepy Smurf Manzano. I can still do this all night long. Will, don't stay home, Higwood. I uh, sometimes get my creatures mixed up, but that's all right. I'll come original. Ryan, from zero to store champ event, Stanazuski. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get a single X-Wing game between worlds in my first store champ event, which is end of May. <laughs> and James, who, give points. G- give the points. Uh, my, my initial guess was wrong. I thought it was going to be the end of last week. You thought they were gonna do something like May the Fourth, right? That was kind of like uh, stre- you were stretching it. Like may- this could technically still yeah. be in the May the Fourth window. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's like within a week of May the Fourth, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think we've officially passed that. Alrighty. Well, um, as for announcements and news, I kind of have a big one. So, a uh, couple of things. I know my inbox right now has more than ten. <laughs> More than 10 uh, people who are like, hey, Dion, uh, this got lost in the mail. It seems like I don't. I was missing this thing in the package, X, Y, Z. There's stuff that people are missing. Now, I'm just going to be completely honest with you. It's enough where I'm feeling extremely overwhelmed because it's in so many different places. The information, emails, messages, Facebook, Discord, email, and with my busy schedule, uh, it's become uh, unmanageable, just being very honest. So what are we going to do about that? We're doing two things. Number one, on Discord, I have posted a link to a Google form. And that Google form is pretty simple, but I need some I need some details. Okay, I ask you for your email, of course, um, your name, who are you, and what bit what best fits your issue. Are you missing something? Did you receive something that was wrong? Uh, did you just not get something, or was something damaged? Also, where from where do we owe you these things from? Was it Galaxy's Sector Series, Patreon, or something else that I'm not thinking of? There is an other box. Uh, there's also, please describe your issue as, as, a, as a box. Like, tell me what you're missing. Like, don't say, like, I'm missing the thing. Like, that's not going to be helpful. All right. So I need you to be specific. My my intent is to take the information that this spits out of here and I can press print and go to the basement and figure it out for just from this one Google form. That's the hope from there. Um also on there, I ask for, um, as I said, associated event. And in the event that the item that we owe you is unavailable, what are what solutions would you be okay with? In exchange for an item of equal or greater value, uh, a refund, that's in the case of events, uh, or maybe some type of GSP or affiliated shop store credit, uh, we could potentially do that as well. So we're just trying to look to see what's going to be uh, the best solutions that we can find, you know, figure, get people just done. Now, the, the second part of this is probably for some people going to seem pretty extreme of a solution but right now with the amount of things that i am personally backed up with i don't feel comfortable committing to shipping anything to anybody right now outside of things that are missing so as of today gsp will be ceasing 
shipping operations for events and Patreon. Now, you might be wondering, well, Dion, where's the value there? That's coming soon. I, I have a couple of ideas, including um, creating a path when it comes to the Patreon I'm going to be announcing it. I'm working on a package this week, but I want to just kind of get all the information out there. Working on a package to make it so that you as TOs and as players can actually almost a print and play type of situation from GSP. I have so many awesome art files and all this stuff, and I was like, what's the best value that I can provide for those people who do become patrons? Maybe you're a TO and you want some, want to make some swag. Maybe you want some art for a uh, for an alt art card, uh, whether that's an upgrade or a pilot. Listen, we have tons, and as part of the Patreon, I'm going to be making that stuff available as well as some other things. We're going to be releasing some different art where we commission artists and say hey you can have this you can have this we're just giving it away and the idea here is that you can go ahead and take those images you can be creative with them you can get them printed on your own and give them out to the people in your playing group basically creating more stuff for you to be able to use within your community uh, while taking away the burden of shipping because the second part about this is that with the amount of shipping that we've been doing and how the money coming in and out uh, we've taken some massive losses uh, and I will tell you in uh, 2022 uh, GSP was the uh, GSP's never been profitable but 2022 was really bad <laughs> 2022 was really bad and um i i i have to be a little bit more responsible when it comes financially because i can no longer uh it can, it's not feasible for me to spend my own personal money where i earn from teaching uh that i need for my family for gold squadron like it's not a responsible thing to do so um i'm trying to find that balance provide value and all that and i just want to be very transparent as to what's the plan here I'll be posting on Patreon some details when it comes to um, how we're going to go about this, the distribution of uh, what levels get access to certain things. I'm still figuring that out, but I want to just kind of put it out there, get it off my chest because it's been kind of weighing me down um, and saying like, hey, I know and we're going to figure it out. Now, one of the things that I did commit to do very early on, we started this faction series where we were we were making these faction cards. I am uh, going – I have a potential solution for that. That's going to be stay tuned where we may, uh, with the help of a partner, be able to still make those available uh, for purchase somehow. Now, somebody says, does that include stream prizes? Uh, Yes and no. That Those details as of right now I do not have because I'm working on solutions where I personally no longer need to produce a product that I then ship away myself. That is what we're trying to kind of clean our hands of. We're still going to be my, – my hope is that we're still doing stream prizes. We partner with different people. We can give stuff away. That's fine. That's fine. But even that, the process for that is, is going to be changing as well um, because it's um, – I want GSP to be fun. And when it comes to that stuff, I'm just going to be honest, it's not fun. And it makes it a lot 
it makes it a drag just being just being completely fair um and uh I'm, i was just kind of getting to a point where i was like you know this is starting to affect me mentally personally and as like, i don't i don't want this let's uh let's make a plan and get it executed so i can feel good about it all right i want gsp to be fun i want time to play x-wing i want time to play with my family and write music and not have to worry about people saying dion i'm missing this thing all right there you go got it off my chest oh, that felt great <laughs> you're muted don't don't even play no i'm not <laughs> that was the best <laughs> Dion, there was a question. You're a terrible friend. You're a terrible friend. <laughs> Dion, a uh, question in the chat. It might, I'm paraphrasing this because yeah. just to broaden the, the, the question to cover all bases, what does this mean for stream prizes? Are they just essentially gone? Are they. So the, the plan for stream prizes is I. I still want to provide them. I still want them to be a thing, but ideally it's something we do through some type of a drop shipper. Now I'm working on, well, what does that mean? Essentially a third party that takes care of that for us in some type of automated fashion. And that's, that's what I, that's what we want to set up. Um, and I just need to talk to some people. I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to drop any names, not going to drop any possibilities, but uh, I have some ideas to get that settled up but i mean stream prizes is kind of something we're known for so i want to still provide that value you know what i'm saying like i think i think we should so right now what i'm talking about is like events and, and patreon that's just something that's just always always coming up and here's here is a, a reality is when i opened the patreon when i opened the patreon and started doing cards we historically have provided significantly more value and I'm, not, and I'm not talking trash okay i'm not talking trash but we've provided more items per dollar than any other x-wing podcast hands down when it comes to art being commissioned and the amount of items people are getting uh it's not even close so um that caught up with us that's essentially where 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 we're at it caught up with us very fast because of the amount of things that we produce um yeah that's yeah but anyway i want to get on to fun stuff we talked about the not fun stuff let's get into the fun stuff what is the fun stuff well ryan has a fun topic for us uh ryan i'm gonna hand it over to you show us the way this is the way um so <clears throat> we've done a lot of discussions in the past regarding like competitive, how competitive factions and pilots and chassis feel or, but <clears throat> I think one thing that um, hits well, especially with a new audience base, like if we're trying to garner in the new players with the, new, with the starter kits incoming and what feels better as the players currently right now is when you get to play the characters that you know and love from the Star Wars universe, whether it's the movies, TV shows, even games, comics, books, everything, right? Um, and one thing that AMG, one of their points they hit on a long time ago when they first sort of introduced us to what they were trying to accomplish with this game and how they were going to change X-Wing a little bit is they definitely wanted to make sure that every faction uh, hit probably more of a, a game uh, mechanic theme, but also just making sure that, you know, you want to play those characters. It's, 
you want to play Luke, Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, uh, Poe Dameron, Ray, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So I wanted to kind of go over, we can go by faction if we want, and just kind of open up the discussion to, first, how thematic does that faction feel? And it can be broken up in two ways, because there's both the feel of how often do you, when you go and build a list, or go to play a faction, you're like, I'm definitely bringing Luke or Wedge or Han if I'm playing Rebels, or I'm definitely bringing Darth Vader or uh, I don't know, whatever other characters that you may consider main characters. Cause guess what? Soon to your fellow wasn't in the movies or TV show yet, guys. I know you love them, <laughs> but um, yeah. Like how often do you gravitate to, to those pilots? Did AMG so far accomplish you to desire to play those characters? But also on the flip side, when you when the lists are finally built and you have something ready to go play at the store or an event, competitive or not, you want to win games, right? So like, does the final squads you're normally building at the end of it, how often do they look thematic? Are we seeing factions that, sure, I brought Poe Dameron, but did I also bring all his other T-70 or, or, or A-Wing buddies with him from... Uh, you know, assaulting Starkiller base or uh, escaping Dakar from The Last Jedi or how, uh, whatever you want to uh, associate those characters with and who would be around them in a battle on a thematic basis. Um, so there's kind of two parts to the, did, did the faction hit that sort of feel and theme of gravitating you towards those ships or pilots themselves? Um, and then, you know, what factions have done it the best so far? Which ones are doing it the worst? And what do we want to see? Like, what has AMG not hit yet in some factions that we really want to see going forward? Like, hey, we, we'd love to play these characters or pilots or ships, but they're just not good <laughs> or for some capacity or they're not desirable, right? So um, I don't know if anyone just wants to pick a faction and start. And we can go around the table a little bit and see how we feel for each seven. I mean, I was going to suggest Empire, uh, a faction everyone lately has known very well. That's a good start. Well, yeah, I think Empire has a great faction identity. And I think they, well, I, I don't know about faction identity, but at least they have a good... Uh, makeup of like good like star wars characters like we see obviously we see darth vader a ton like i think there are very few lists that do not contain some permutation of darth vader whether it be x1 or uh boy or defender or the crew even sometimes uh so i think we see a lot of vader um is there anything anybody else that we see a lot of that's like um, you know, I mean, I, I have to. Fighters. I mean, I mean, for yeah. me, yeah. um, you know, the I I don't do the books. I didn't really do much of like other than just the movies. So for me, the Empire is uh, Vader and Tie Fighters. I mean, that's really what. I mean, bombers too, actually. Vader, Tie Fighter, and bombers. Okay, so you feel that like. The, the fact that we got Mauler and Backstabber from Battle of Yavin, and that's highly desirable in Empire List, that, that hits it well for you, or you'd want more TIE Fighters. Well, if we're talking about thematic, 
I think it hits well because um, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna say the opposite for a couple other factions, mm -hmm. but with um, with the Empire again, just thinking about thematic, thinking about what I've seen in the movies, and what, if I want to pick pick something up and just feel Empire-ish, yeah, yeah, I can do that because um, the Empire has the two point Tie Fighters that are super generic pin cushions or uh, <laughs> hard to hit pin cushions. Uh -huh. And I mean, that's kind of what the Empire. That's that's kind of what I think about when I think about the Empire. It's it's uh, one or two. It's Vader and probably one or two Ace pilots, and then a bunch of uh, mosquitoes flying around, bothering people, um, and just not being very skillful. I mean, they're. Uh, I mean, the stormtrooper. You think about it. The stormtrooper is like the least accurate character in the entire Star Wars universe and you would think the TIE fighters especially when you know when they're flying in mass uh, they're essentially stormtroopers in the sky you know in, in, in space now I'm, I'm visualizing a stormtrooper with TIE fighter wings now and that needs to be a uh, some type of altar card but anyway continue no, so that was my thing. So for me, as far as like faction identity, that's the like thematic in terms of uh, like Star Wars content for me because I, again, I didn't consume as much as you guys. Uh, on the on the other hand, coming from an X-wing perspective, for me, the the theme or the feel is fast, zoomy, zoomy, evadey, shoot, uh, and that actually feels like that. And that that one, Ryan Mahler and uh, Backstabber, like. They, they fit that role because of that that boost and it's just uh, so them thematically from the movies uh, just give me one or two aces and a bunch of generics and as far as like what the faction identity is from a from an X-Wing miniatures game perspective for me is just very fast uh, even though they're not often used the TIE Interceptor for me is like if I had to pick one ship that is the uh embodiment embodiment of the empire for me it would be like the tie interceptor like class cannon kind of thing yeah. Feist, uh, die hard yeah yeah no shields all hull just going for it on maneuvers yeah. and evasiveness skill and alone shooting. yeah <laughs> so like yeah you could definitely like so i've seen people do well with was it uh boy vader baller stabber Iden, and two generics there, there's your like vader and like five tie fighters Give that to anyone, they would like. And, that, and that's basically that's basically like a screen accurate. Yeah, pretty close. Squad. Besides, besides Iden being the one, one of the, I, I the pilots, but that's like super nitpicky. I think at that point, you like you you have five Tie Fighters and Vader on the board. Wasn't Iden in a Tie Fighter at? Yes. Um, is so that Star if, if you've read the books, right? So somebody yeah. who's read the movies go, "Who's Iden Versio?" But oh. if you've if you've read the books. They've, they've retconned that to say, hey, she was there. Like, there were so many TIE fighters. They could say anybody's there. And they, sure. But we know for her for sure. I only know from her from Battlefront 2 story, not any books. So Good to know. She was there. So yeah. I guess, Will, bringing it back to you since you mentioned Empire, do you feel that what we see brought from the Empire players most commonly is feels thematic? Being that we see, I mean, so uh, yeah. so on the Devil's Advocate side, we see Captain Faroff with Seven Sister being a very big piece. We see Moff Gideon in, in mm -hmm. the Tie Fighter. Mm -hmm. We see 
uh, Vader Defender. So it is Vader. Good. Defender, I mean, it's a book thing, right? So it is thematic it's, in that sense. It's a TV now, show. Not at, widely at, known. Star Wars Rebels. At, 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 yeah, I think at this point it's more yeah. Rebels than it is book. But yeah. I, I think that, that's not Vader it, flying it, but yeah. The it's one of, one of those where the. Um, it's kind of like that next level. It's like base. Most people have seen the Star Wars movies, right? Like that's like the base. And then the next level was kind of like the Star Wars Rebels level, right? And now that I would agree, I would put like Mandalorian, the, the sh- TV shows, and then the books are are the next layer when it comes to like the current canon and, and then, then comics like way down here and the comics are way, <laughs> oh, don't forget the video way games like the video, and the games, video games yeah. yeah i would say, i would put them between the books and the show yeah because for me it's the the movies the video games the series not like the the disney plus series is mm-hmm. not the ones that came before and then Everything else is, is white noise for me. Oh, interesting. You you have like you, is that your your experience and knowledge base? The amount of consumption of Star Wars content was first the movies, then video games. Uh, I've played all the video games, uh, even like in the '90s when I was playing like X Wing versus Tie Fighter. Uh, then the Disney Plus series, and then after that, it just kind of becomes noise. Fair. I mean, there's a lot of comic books. I tried. I tried for like two weeks, and then I there was like <laughs> ten of them that came out. I was like, no, nah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're 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 getting so expansive, and they're starting to like the the amount of space that it covers. It's just like so much. Like it's, yeah. it covers between four and five, then five and six, and I think it's where we're at right now. It's between five and six mm-hmm. on the main line. Yeah, and then then they have all the offshoots. But anyway, so, yeah, the Darth Vader. Yeah. Can I get can I give my two cents here on the Empire? Yeah, go for it. So, for me, when I think Empire, if I'm specific, you know, we're talking about the the top of the imperial reign in in the timeline for the Empire. I go Palpatine, right? It's like if Palpatine's in the squad and doing stuff. Now I know the the way in which we have to bring him into the game with like a tie reaper, that doesn't feel great or if we ever get like the tie shuttle type of thing back where like the if, if for anybody doesn't know in first edition there was a way to turn a bomber into a crew carrier. But um anyway, uh like Palpatine on a lambda shuttle and other stuff happening like that feels that feels thematic to me. Um, I know that uh, you know he used to be really expensive, so harder to bring. But now with the way loadout works, I could see when a platform for Palpatine to come on becomes more consistent, it, and and maybe gets more options, more uh, crew carriers with a higher points level. There, um, Palpatine. If I'm talking about theme. If I'm just building for theme, Palpatine's got to be on my list. I got to have Palpatine. I got to have Vader and Tie Fighters. Like those are my three, my three things. Tie Bombers. I, I I know that they're you know they're part of the original trilogy, but so I don't know something about their shape for me. Like when I think Star Wars, it doesn't come to mind first. Like I have to stretch a little bit. Like I I think about the Interceptor before. I think about the Defender before I get to the Bomber. 
it eventually gets there. But yeah, Palpatine, Vader, Tie Fighters for me. So does Palpatine? For me, actually, and I'm just curious why you think Palpatine, because I know he's a big part of the Empire. Obviously, mm-hmm. Emperor. He's the Papa. Yeah, uh, there is no Empire without no Emperor. But um, to me, I, I view X-wing as a kind of a skirmish game, as a dog. It is. It's a dog guy. You know, dog fight game. Yeah. And for me, Palpatine feels above that. Hmm. If that makes sense. It's like it's like bringing Captain Marvel to an episode of Daredevil. It's like, you know. Yeah, I, I always envision whenever Palpatine's in these fight, he never chooses to be there. It's they're trying yes. to go at him because he is. Yeah, the they're like and they're ambushing to kill him. him. Yeah. And he's just like, you don't even know what you got yourself into. <laughs> Do you know who I am? You're stuck in here with me now. <laughs> See, I always wonder how we would feel about a, can Empire feel thematic without Palpatine or Vader? Oof. And I think that I think Battle of Endor, right? Sure, Palpatine and Vader were there, but they were on the second Death Star. True. But could you see again the difficult part is like having the the admiral types your at your or your or your, your moff gerrods or your admiral piets or whatever other characters could be crew you then would have to have a crew carrier mm-hmm. that's that's kind of why i wish there was something in the game kind of more widespread like how tactical relay is for separatists like there was a relay style effect from a commander outside of the battle oh okay that's the type of like effect. you like you choose an admiral or like like squad leader kind of thing to get a bonus. Yeah, this is kind of like commanding you, but you have a ship dedicated to relaying that information, right? It would work kind of the same tactical relay, but it's not just dedicated something. droids. It's like they're just commsing it over, right? Even something like uh, Rogue Squadron leader, and then all other ships gain Rogue Squadron, blah, blah, blah. Sure. But I, I, I just like to see, like, I, I definitely think all the Vader and Palpatine stuff super thematic. It's awesome. I was just curious if we feel there could be an Empire list that still feels thematic that is closer to along the lines that fits Battlebender, which hopefully we'll, I'm really curious to see all the pilots they put in the Battle Over Endor scenario pack, too. Yeah, I think I think if you do go that go that way, you have to definitely theme it around another linchpin character like Aiden or... Um, Aiden was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Capacity. Um, but just something like that to where you like, you kind of like focus the list around a character that you, you know, like a name, a name character. Yeah. I like, you feel there's anything else missing from empire that would help it feel more thematic in any other aspect, things you might have desired to like, man, I really wish this was represented in the game from this TV show or this movie or whatever. I know people love the inquisitors. I'm gonna say the Lander shuttle because it. I don't That's play. true. It ended. <laughs> That's true. It needs. It needs to come back. Like it's. It's. It's well past time. Well past time that that. Uh... Dion, would you give up the gunboat returning to get the Lambda back first? Yeah. Okay. I think it's better for the game. I think I it's agreed. better for marketing. <laughs> agreed. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, I know how much you love gunboats, and you like chat loves them with you, but. Straight yeah, up but, but if you 
if you walk up on a table and someone's playing and they're playing with gunboats or lambdas, which which one is a non GSP slash X Wing person gonna recognize first? The Lambda or the gunboat? Right. Exactly. And it's the Lambda. Rhetorical question. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I know the, you know they're working on their reprint cycle, and I think the the lambda is is a victim of it being a large base ship that is likely expensive to manufacture, and there may also just be like, hey, you know, when it was legal to play, we weren't seeing it too often, uh, but everybody l loves to fly dash because things are broken there, so <laughs> we're giving it a chance. It needs that rework. I don't know. Um, I would love to be inside the brain of these developers. Production-wise, that might be one of the oldest models in the game right now that hasn't had a reprint yet. Mm-hmm. Fire sprays had a reprint. Pretty much all like your X. Yeah, even hawks and B wings. Yeah. We have actually yeah we haven't seen a printed lambda since first edition. Was it, it wave two or three? Wave two. Yeah. So here here's no uh, no sorry wave three wave three. A question it, is um what the bad batch flying a modified version of what of the lambda? No, it's a different. It's a, it's a different shuttle. Different shuttle. They call it the Marauder, but it, I think it actually does have Lambda in the name, but it's not the same type. Stat. I'm sure somebody somebody's got it quick. Everyone's doing the quick Google searches right now. Marauder Bad Batch. Wikipedia, help me. Omicron class. Omicron class. There it is. Well, that's the Lambda shuttle is an Omicron. That is it? The, no, it's uh, Lambda. How can it be Omicron and Lambda? Is it? No. Omicron was just the name of a pilot. Yeah, because that was the pilot, Omicron pilot, the initiative. No. Uh, oh, you're talking about the okay. The Lambda this shuttle. Is, this is a Lambda class T dash four A shuttle. Is what we're used yeah. to seeing. The the Lambda is the classification of the shuttle. Yep. Um. Uh, Omicron was just a a pilot generic for. Yeah. Probably like Omic Omicron, like squad or something. Yeah. All right, uh, James. If we're all good with Empire, James, you want to pick the next one? Yeah, I'll do Republic because that's also another uh, pretty great um, thematic uh, faction. I think just because it's been the most recently, one of the most recent real recently released factions as well it ha kind of has a little bit of help there because uh, it's got it's got to see more of the star wars universe before being released uh but i mean what squad are you seeing lately that doesn't have anakin in it or it doesn't have arc 170s in it um it doesn't or... have anakin it's usually six clones which is also yeah. super like here's the republic army right mm -hmm. yeah like how how many Clone Wars episodes did we get that was just you know Z's and arcs and V wings? Oh, well, not maybe not V wings, but um, uh, just flying towards Separatists. You know what I mean? E even gunships, even the Lats were very common to see uh, in space, just flying along those for like blockade runners. So I, I think I feel for, like... for me, the the Lat is the most iconic. Like when I think Clone Wars. I think Lat. That's the first ship that comes to mind before anything. 
I think for me, it's fighter. one of them, though. I think. Yeah. I mean, do, do you feel like Dion, you'd want to see more than one of them in a, in a Republic list on average? No, no, but but having a reason to bring it, like it being there, yeah. makes I mean, I'll, makes I'll sense. I'll flat out say, I think when it was originally designed, they missed hard on it. You like, think so? I, like the lat. Every time you see a lat in the movies and the TV shows, it's guns everywhere, right? right. It's the ball turrets, it's the rockets, the missiles, the rear turret. It's just mowing down stuff left and right. Granted, a lot of things is ground related, but we we literally mostly bring this thing to say, all right, you get a reroll and I'm disarmed and you get another dice. <laughs> it never actually shoots. Yeah, I would like to see like a configuration or something like that that like removes its crew slots for like actually the base one does not have gunner slots you have to get the other one you have to swap out your crew for gunner basically it's either crew or gunner so where it's like a combat variant and like a troop a troop variant kind of thing sure i think i think that would help delineate some of that like you can get some shenanigans with like satine and corky and stuff like that or you can go like the you know, the big guy and get um, like a seventh fleet gunner and then like commander Cody on there as well, or something like that to where you're actually, you know, pushing out damage. Yeah. This, I mean, this is not it right now. It doesn't feel like a gunship. It is mm -hmm. just a support ship. That's it. Yeah, what, 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 what other support ship has two die attack though? Hawk. The hog, yeah, that's that's about it. Emmett Key, Kanan. Yeah, but like, like a big, like when you think of like the hawk, I I liken it to like the Reaper and the um the jump lambda. All have only two die. The jump jump masters are not really a support ship. Hmm. It's, it a, definitely it's a stable ship. Support. Yeah, you yeah. You, you, bring, <laughs> you bring it for it to be the be a main piece, or yeah. I think Nomlom is maybe the closest you get to support version. Yeah, or Manaru. No, like there's versions of Manaru that like are to like boost up somebody else. Um, but I I think I think I think you're right, Ryan. I think there could be a a version or a an alternate universe where the lat is actually like a gunship out there mowing mowing stuff down. So we, uh, we already mentioned Anakin. We know also Obi, Obi super popular yeah. too. Um, I mean, uh, Mace, all the Jedi, Luminara, plenty of clones yeah. that are picked up, right? Is there any? Is there any real character in the Republic faction right now that we feel isn't being represented enough on a on, like taken enough on a thematic basis? I mean, my example kind of breaks the theme of it, but uh, Baby Annie in the Naboo, or really just any Naboo in general, mm -hmm. uh, the it is strange to see like Rick Olay flying next to Jedi. Uh, True. Just because I, I would have, I don't know. It's not like really a wartime ship. Maybe like the Jedi, but like clones, I guess. When we used to see like two Naboos with four other clones, there's a little strange. Yeah, I think them thematically they're the ones that feel the oddest when compared to the rest. Like you understand why they're in the game, right? Because they're because they're yeah. they're 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 there. 
but uh, like it's not. I mean, it's not really against not really... the Naboo. It, it's probably because everything else is so cohesive. Being right. Yeah. Military the, the ship is just a planetary defense force ship. All everything else is clearly part of the Republic yeah. army. Besides I, yeah, the it's... gauntlet, I guess. But there's just yeah. one pilot of that. Yeah, I, I think it, it just has to be in there because it was a movie ship and not even a movie ship but like the only ship in the movie kind of thing yeah well so. the solution to make it more normalized is to get more nubian class that's what i'm talking about right we, we get <laughs> we get uh as a medium base whatever the the the, the nubian you know that what they were flying there on uh on tatooine and there's a couple other versions of yeah. a giant like silver ship yeah, there's like three three different versions of that big um, like tr crew, tr crew transport kind of thing uh, that I think would be pretty cool. And there's also a bomber version of the B1 that would be super cool to get. Isn't it like two cockpits? Is that what it is? Like side by side or something like that? Uh, I don't think so. I'll have to look it up. It's been a while since I looked at it. From but the it old does, it does... Starfighter for N64, right? Is it something like that? I don't know if it game? was from the game or not. Hmm. <clears throat> So I was actually kind of none of no feelings of Yoda not being represented enough. Yeah, I don't. He's not really a pilot. Like we saw I mean, he's him. He's a pilot in a crew. I mean, but yeah. Like for for me, like I I want you want Yoda to be a part of the game. But I think more as crew though, more than a pilot, because we we see him in a ship one time in Clone Wars, and he's like soul searching if i'm not mistaken is that that right he's just like off trying to figure out how to become a force ghost exactly yeah yeah he, he's not in there very often he's like he's like the grand strategist mm -hmm. so and i guess in the same way that palpatine is a little bit but i just don't think that we see yoda as much just because then you have to to like expound on that you have to have you have to bring a lot of force users which then, what do you bring in a lot of Force users with that you're also bringing Yoda? And, and also Yoda, at least from, again, my exposure to Yoda, he's basically like a ground-based, he's never even in, in space. He's, uh, I mean, he might be like occasionally when he's going from one planet to the other, but for the most part, he's, he's, he's at the council, he's in a planet, he's... So I mean, what was he doing on Kashyyyk, right? He was up in the command center. He wasn't out uh, dogfighting with Plo or anything yeah, like so that. Yeah, so when I think X-Wing in space, you know, shooty, shooty, I don't – similar to Palpatine, yeah, he's a big part of the Empire, but I don't I don't see him in a dogfight. I don't see maybe Yoda out in space. I, I think if Yoda had his on his crew ability, had his pilot ability, I think we may see him a lot more when in a lot. Mm. Um, being out there, just like spend a force, get a force. Um, I think that would be a very. We'd see that a lot more than just like the purple action. Isn't that what crew Yoda does already? No, no. Pi but put pilot Yoda's ability onto crew Yoda. Uh, the crew Yoda only ask about purple maneuvers and purple yeah, actions. Purple There's actions, purple times. maneuvers. Yeah. Like We're modifying dice. Oh, pilot lets you modify dice. Yeah. Oh, Pi okay. Yeah, pilot just says when someone sends a force, you can spend a force, they gain one. 
Gotcha. Okay. And, and crew is like specifically purple actions and purple maneuvers, which is Got it. much more rare. I'll just fly Adis. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, but then what are you thinking? Purple. What is it? Purple locks? Yeah. Well, I mean, the boosts and bear rolls are purple actions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So this this probably is probably not going to get a lot of responses just because I, I personally think the Republic might be the best thematic faction right now in terms of like they've they have everywhere from your literally Anakin, Obi, and clones like straight out of an episode of Clone Wars, right? The way I played my list was like Obi goes with his clones and Anakin goes on his own little mission somewhere else, right? Yeah, you go figure that out. <laughs> yeah, right. He, he goes and does his own thing. Um, there's the six clone list that became really popular. I've always wanted six clones or uh, just all clone lists to be good because that represents more of the faction. Basically, I think they've kind of, quote, fixed. I don't know if it was really a problem, but the ratio of clones to Jedi feels more correct than what we were used to seeing in the Republic faction when they first came out, which was no clones, all Jedi, or one or clone like and all a Jedi. One clone, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it definitely feels like there's like two or three clones for every Jedi now, which I've, I think feels a lot more... Oh, you guys like, are bringing up the adorable, uh, the double golds to fill out your list. You don't remember that? I remember Yo, that. The, 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 the original Mace and Anakin 7Bs with two gold torrents. One of the yeah, original I, I do remember there. that. <laughs> yeah, where your fillers were two torrents, because uh, you didn't really have a lot of options. But, I mean, even then, like, that's still kind of thematic. Yeah. Until everyone found out it was just better to take, like, Anakin, Obi, and, like, Rick. Or no, it ended up being Plo, because Anakin was too expensive. Obi, Plo, Rick, Ollie. It was, like, the three ace republic for a while. Um, so, is there anything uh, that you think the republic is missing? Or are we all good? They're doing everything right so far, and we can... As long as they stay on course, Republic feels very good thematically, both on a list-building level for what pilots you want to take and what the squads end up looking like when you finally put them together. I think we could definitely see some more crew carriers like the Marauder. Um, but I think besides that, if if they wanted to, they could flesh out the Naboo uh, line a little bit more. But I think besides that, there's really not a lot of other options to really even go to within the within the faction like that's pretty they've, they've hit rock bottom there for like what else is in the clones i'm i'm curious to see you know when i'm gonna say when they bring in the bad batch material how is that gonna fit in you know like because they're there's there's they're like secret ops or special ops maybe is a better word for it when it comes to clones so they're gonna feel like clones but they're kind of rebels too are we gonna get two versions of them i'm gonna call them scum oh. yeah i i, I think no. we're probably gonna see a scum rebel and clone and maybe even version. empire yeah instead of yeah. yeah instead of making good a bunch of pilots for one faction making a, one or two pilots for a bunch yeah. of factions. Yeah, I think we may see, like, tech pilot for, like, a lot of the different factions and then um, a couple of the other ones for, like, maybe we yeah. see, um, like, uh, what is it, Crosshair crew or something mm. for uh, the Empire. Uh, but I think, 
I think it's mostly going to be. I, I, I think uh, Marcel is onto something with the scum because they did work for scum for a good portion of season one and season two. So I definitely could see them having a scum version as well. Well, then, yeah, so it's basically just one ship with a mixed batch of pilots. So kind of like the gauntlet. Yeah, I could see that. And I mean, because it's a, because, I mean, they're not going to produce, their Marauder was like a specially modified version of their ship. We're not going to get the specially modified version and the normal version, most likely. We just end up getting cards with the picture of the re the regular one on there. But most likely we get the Bad Batch model, is, is at least my guess. Uh, actually, that's an interesting uh, thought. Uh, thinking, speaking of theme, is there any ships that, when you see two of them, it like breaks your theme? Uh, something like two, like Lando flying a Millennium Falcon and Han flying a Millennium Falcon in the same list. Uh, is... Yeah, it would definitely be double Falcon, double VCX, double fire, spray. double VCX is also strange. Yeah. Still a fire spray has pulls me out of it a little bit. I agree. Uh, but the, I mean, there is like modder and slave one and yeah, I and agree. But like they're they're also like all very different people. <laughs> That's fair. Well, like when you see if you have a uh, boba Django, right? Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, like all of a sudden that. you're like, this True. is strange. Even Django Zan, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that 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 theme dies to the function of the game, right? <laughs> how the how the game works. They can only limit so so much when it comes to like the different names and stuff. Well, we kind of we kind of started to sneak into into scum. You want to hit scum next, Ryan? Yeah, I was gonna say it sounded like we were already talking about scum. So let's 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 talk about a faction uh, that has a lot of stuff available, but does it feel thematic? Um. Marcel, why don't you go ahead and start your your feelings on scum? And okay, well, uh, my feelings on scum are different than you guys. In that, uh, most I think most of the scum stuff was mainly outside of the movies. It's 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 uh, additional content, so it's going to be um, TV shows. Well, right now TV shows and Rebels and whatever else you guys were watching. So for me, scum feels perfectly fine because the for me, you have the rebels, the empire, and everyone else. So they're part of the everyone else. So it mm -hmm. feels fine. And from an X-wing standpoint, I you know, scum and villainy just even in the name, it's just basically tricks and uh, yeah, just tricks. They're not necessarily evil. It's not like the empire where you have the ruthless. It's it's just. You know, sneaky, conniving, uh, tricks up your sleeve, and now I, I can mean, I... and and also just yeah. Anyway, so you were saying. So one one issue I have with scum though is because because it's become a everybody else faction. Like there there are pieces in it that don't feel like they should be they, they like they should be there. So for instance, in my in my opinion, when it comes to theme, the Fang Fighter does not fit into scum. Like that that feels like a very different 
ship when it comes to like we we we're used to seeing like fan route old to rock for a really long time those pieces didn't come so they feel normal but if i i think if you kind of take a step back and you think scum and villainy the first thing i think of are like bounty hunters right i think bounty hunters and that kind of criminal underworld type stuff um a, a bunch like, of like mandalorians like- don't more like mercenaries and like uh factionless almost right yeah oh, oh it almost you know uh jeff in the jeff sanders in the chat was like mandalorians could probably be their own faction i mean by now probably and we could call it something something else mercenaries and i don't know something outlaws i mean yeah right. i mean you're gonna have Bri- mercenaries <laughs> bounty hunters uh, I, I mean, so it's a little bit of everything, and like the Fen Rao and all that. I don't know who that is. I mean, I know who it is in X Wing, but like, mm-hmm. I know. It, I mean, just from hearing you guys talk, I know it has something to do with like Han Solo's Empire friend or something like that. Maybe, or maybe not. See, I don't even know. No, <laughs> no. I just, I, I just think like the name itself is scum and villainy. Is a mercenary a villain? That's some, um, I don't know, maybe? Yeah. Depends on the fighting point form? of view. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't say villain because, I mean, you got Han Solo in there. I mean, he's not, never really been, a, he's a scoundrel, not a villain. Mm-hmm. I think there's a pretty broad. Well, and yeah, maybe, catch all. And maybe, maybe that's the problem, though, right? Is that scum, the scum catch all may be too wide. Over time, I think it ends up being being a problem. I really do. Like scum, scum has the most. I think Ryan. I feel like we had the, had a conversation where we said that any type of new releases into scum, probably more than any faction, has the most kind of like potential to roll into something just completely ridiculous. You know, yeah, like, I, I mean, whether it's like we talked about the, the split the mandos off, or just like we've been mentioning, like there's scum and villainy, which is like criminal underground organization stuff with some bounty hunters and some mercenaries or whatever that have worked with them. Then there's the other part that's mercenaries and outlaws, which Mandos have been mercenaries. Outlaws are closer to the scoundrels and smugglers, right? People working outside the law, but aren't necessarily villains, right? You could be a bad guy, but not be a bad guy. Correct. Right. Zangief is bad guy. (laughs) Not bad guy. I know the reference is good. Um, so I, I guess, how do we feel about the what we see people bring to the table with scum? Does it feel like that, what they bring feels like a scum and villainy theme? It's hitting it or no? I mean, what are people bringing in scum right now? Boba, Mine's Boba Rook? Kanan plus a thing. Maybe Kanan, maybe Kanan plus three things instead of just two? That's kind of it. Like yeah, Boba Fett feels like, like scum because, because in our minds the uh, his association with Jabba, right? But really, he's I mean, he's a he's a bounty hunter. I, I guess I guess that works. But the 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 recent canon, I think, almost kind of pulls him a little bit away from that, where he's more kind of aligning with the with the Mandalorian type of feel there. Um, 
Boba Fett feels like scum and villainy to me. Because literally, like, the, the first time we see that, like, Mythosaur sigil, like, it just kind of connects there. But the other pieces, I, I don't know. Scum hawks feel scummy. They feel bad. Kanan feels bad. <laughs> I, I guess that's true. Like, do, do we look at, like, a a theme of the faction? Is that, like we break the rules and we don't we don't follow what's written and we we're just going to make you feel bad the whole game. Well, so like I it's, said there there's probably two halves to it, right? Are are we bringing or desire to bring characters that we know and feel associated with that faction? And and two, are we finalizing and getting full lists that feel it is part of the scum and villainy faction, right? Mm. So I guess whatever. Let's go back. Maybe start with the pilots. We're bringing Boba. Check. I think that's a good right. Whether or not there's another version of Boba they come out with later that is more akin to the Book of Boba Fett, Boba that is aligned with whoever else they decide to. Um, the Daimyo. <laughs> <laughs> the Daimyo Boba. Um, you know, are, are is there much of a desire to bring Dengar? But like let's 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 do the entire bounty hunter lineup, right? Dengar, boss, can't do IG right now, right? Because that's an extended. Mm-hmm. We can do crew, but that's as far as we can go. Same with Zuckus and Forlorn, right? Those are the original bounty hunters. Uh, Java crew, uh, you know that's that's available. Um, anything, you know, man, the Mandalorian, right? Like, and the cast from there, all that stuff that we see. Are, how much of that is desired and is it does it feel enough is it hitting it right when you go and open up a scum list right now the first thing people try is Kane and Hawk mm-hmm. which to me feels off base maybe That's doesn't true. feel off base when you finalize a squad and you're like this feels tricky scummy mm-hmm. right the way people think about it but we're talking I about Star Wars like he's on a yeah. he's more of the on, he's on the kind yeah. of contractor side when you think Kanan, you don't think scum. You think rebels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It does feel weird to start a scum list with Kanan, um, and hot, <laughs> and it's like, wait, this doesn't feel right. I'm in the wrong faction. Yeah, you don't normally associate force with scum and villainy, uh, but it it's such a big impact on the game that we're kind of shoehorned into it. Yeah, yeah if like you have a crew carrier. The first thing you're gonna go for is like, where where's a force crew if you got enough loadout? Yep. I, I actually can't wait till when standardized cards come out for ba- for bounty hunters and they make them make them good enough to be played without force on them. Mm-hmm. That would feel better yeah. theme wise for sure. Yeah, I loved. Ooh, that that would be cool to see like a like a full suite of bounty hunter standardized cards. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, where it, like it gives it gives them the title, it gives them like a new ability that like more fits their theme. Uh, yeah, the crew member is more their you, their you partner can make in crime. Cheaper because uh, you don't have yeah. to worry about open crew slots being available for yeah. anything, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like releasing Boba and only allowing him to have like who would be like the most popular crew he'd have. Um, I mean, Fennec. Maybe. Yeah, Fennec. Let's do Daniel mm-hmm. Boba. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, have have that with Finnick, and then like uh, what else? Like Dengar with 
Um, and one of his buddies, and just that'd, and that'd Black really Crescenton. Cool. Black Crescenton, yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez, yeah. That's what I want to say. Overall, though, I think Scum may have the least in both categories. It has the least thematic, in my opinion, and it also has the least like. Uh, it 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 doesn't fit. It doesn't have like a fit theme. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have an identity. It's just like yeah. they well, do all, I mean, the, all the other things. How how it translates to me is that like the bounty hunters are very good offensive ships. So they're out there destroying ships. That's Dengar, Bosk, Boba, right? Uh, but then you have I think the uh, the more like scum side of that is your tricks, like you said, like like the hawk. But we we just have become comfortable with a very specific hawk debuff. But to me, it's always been like Rookcast, or not Rookcast. Uh, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I can't think of his name now. Rourk. No, no. Oh my God. That's Rebels. Paylob. I'm stuck. Paylob? No, it's Torkoal. 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 Yeah. I got, Torkoal. I got stuck on oh. Rebels for a second. Uh, but the, uh, like, that's the kind of debuff uh, that uh, is the, uh, uh, the the scum way, uh, like that that word, like debuffing your enemy, used to be what scum did best. They take your tokens, they take your initiative, they take your pilot ability, uh, and like oh, do we cut out? Do we? we uh, uh, and like <laughs> oh, what? Oh, Will? Like what? I thought he was doing that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> they took his connection. <laughs> he ain't, he ain't gonna talk any more smack. It. Yeah, I see. I see what he means. though, like, uh, the like the different, the different pieces, the different like, uh, pieces of the puzzle. All right, he's back. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I'm back. I think, I think Dion's got to plug him back in, right? No, he's he's in. He's good. All right. Uh, sorry. So the, uh, uh, I think though that that side of it, the tricks side of it, not so much like the offense, destroying, hunting, and seeking down other ships, but the tricks side of it has kind of just been muddled across every faction. I think every faction has a great way to debuff. All those Jedi debuffs are click. Uh, things like uh, rebels being able, well, I guess they're more like counter, they're more offensive, yes, but uh, uh, Empire with. Uh, different force abilities and uh, Sloan as well. Uh, very powerful debuffs that um, really scum. I, like honestly, their best ability is their best debuff is Kanan, which is why he's become such a core identity for it. I would like to see more of these tricks, or at least the the more unconventional X-wing tactics, if you will. Uh, things like Dead Man Switch used to be very unique to Scum, but now Fireballs can do it. Jack does it, right? Uh, Solace Renegades have illicit slots. I mean, is is it really uh, the the illicit slot being like muddled amongst the factions that makes them kind of lose their uniqueness? I think a little bit of that and. Like, I, I think one of the cards that came out that kind of encapsulates what I would want Scum to feel like is Notorious. I just wish Notorious had the keyword of either Bounty Hunter or something that kept it more Scum 
or associated just with bounty hunter characters versus technically Ray can get notorious, right? Or anyone with an illicit can get notorious. So kind of adjacent to that, that illicit slot is was being spread out maybe a little bit too much. Uh, but I can see why with some of the characters and the chassis that they are, we, we associate the Falcon with smuggling. It only really makes sense that there are illicits as potential upgrades that exist on the ship. But I, I, I would kind of hope that a lot of the bounty hunters are most of scum, whether they're criminal organizations, whether they're bounty hunters, whether they're mercenaries, their name carries weight, whether it's an individual character or their organization. They generally either strike fear or forceful, like force you to respect them because you have to be concerned about who they are and how they can get back at you, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I, I kind of would like scum to just be overall intimidating right whether it's large overbearing ships with massive firepower like boss's yb666 or whether it's uh, a suite of uh crew on uh, a ship uh that are just the, the bounty hunters have all banded together because they're all going in on this one job because the the the, the price is so high they're going to split it amongst themselves right whatever it is um, and then just the fact that once once those characters hear their name, they're like, oh, we're being hunted by this one. It's like, oh, no, I got to be careful. I got to lay low or I don't want the Black Sun or whatever criminal organization to find me. I, I got to get off of this sector of the galaxy, right? That's what I kind of wish Scum was, just intimidating in some, in, in some capacity. What did Lego Dengar do? I think so, Will has the most experience with the First Order lately. So I'm going to say all that again. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> when did, who put out this new emo? I haven't said this for I mean, I made that emo. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you know. Yoda's muted emo. Yeah. <laughs> ah, classics. Like, so I want to talk about the First Order. What are you what, Transition here. I'm going to baseline say not enough Kylo is being used. Mm -hmm. Now, that's on a... I think that's more on a squad thing, where it's when you finalize your squad, you get to what you're going to bring, you don't see Kylo a lot. I think Kylo is still a desirable pilot. He's not as desirable as, like, Vader, Anakin, in Empire and Republic, their respective factions. But um, it might be a case where... Kylo's not desired because on a, a competitive level, he doesn't stack up as well against all the other pilots at I-6, the big aces that are desirable. Kylo gets outclassed in, in some capacities. Um, 
but also because the rest of the First Order stuff as the TIEFO pilots and the cheaper ones end up being more valuable. So there's, I think, well, it might be then a more failure on the character side. Because when we do end with a squad, we see a full fir First Order force coming at you, right? Six ships of uh, with a majority four of them being TIEFOs, and then whatever you want to fill out the last two to be, which could be a fifth TIEFO plus a thing, like Will and his list with Hollow, which fits very thematically to the Resistance TV show, which has a yeah. high Baron and a bunch of TIE Fighters. Um, so the squad building, I think, gets the theme of what the First Order normally shows up like. A lot of TIEFOs and coming at you with a lot of firepower and aggression um but maybe lacking in the in the main character department being kylo isn't as desirable currently uh, will after you've tried a lot and marcel after you've tried a lot of first order how, how are your feelings um, i mean marcel what are the named characters in first order like thematically um, i mean you've got kylo <laughs> Yep. And the uh, uh, yep. Phasma. <laughs> Is that her name? Phasma. Uh, Phasma, yeah. Phasma. Phasma. But uh, uh, this, yeah, uh, but, but like as no, pilots. Violet Von Reg. Yes, Von Reg is really the only other one. Meh. Who's Von Reg? Meh. Uh, oh. mm. Either reason why we he have did. the red. <laughs> Or the red yeah, he didn't like yeah. them racing. He's like a speed patrol cop. Think about, think about them with that. Sure. No, he he got attacked by the T seventies, right? Yeah, or the. No, the I'm making I'm making a joke. Eighties or whatever. Yeah. Eighty five. Yeah. So I, for me, there's thematic again. Going back to thematic, for me, there's three factions that I would say, uh, thematically in my head from the movies have a lot of cannon fodder so that would be the empire the uh the rebels and then the first order and i think that's what's uh empire got it right you know generic tie fighters low initiative uh don't really put out a lot of damage that they're to distract and i don't see that in or well, actually let me restate that I don't see that as, as something that's played a lot in the Rebels or we're talking about the First Order now. Um, I, because all the, you know, we were talking about the six ships list, all four of those TIEFOs are like a special someone. They're, they're a named character that has special abilities, rolling three dice, high initiative, which means high skill. And thematically, I think for me, it, make, it, it makes more sense when there was uh, Kylo and then, you know, Kylo, a shuttle and some like low skill TIEFOs, generics, because they're the cheapest. So I think that's what's what's missing is the generic uh, FO and the low really? generic FO. Yeah, I, I would I would counter that that unlike Imperial type pilots who are like, there's a war going on. You're hitting the academy and we're getting you into the front lines, right? Whereas the First Order, they've been training these people, these soldiers from like birth, taking them as like young children, indoctrinating them. And they're trying to use uh, 
basically like the latest tech, right? Like the Empire obviously would like to use them, but more like on that mass production scale couldn't really. Whereas I guess I always thought the Empire, the First Order was having like almost like futuristic tech um, when they came in with the um, like pose, like like they got a TIE fighter with a back seat on it, right? Like the it's supposed to be even jam, more advanced. Suite. Yeah, yeah, like Kylo's advanced TIE fighter, even the, the Upsilon. The, clo- the like cloaking, the, yeah. Exactly, right? Yeah. Yeah, I so feel like, like even, that's even more expanded by all their tech slots as well. Like every ship has a tech slot. slot. Well, yeah, I mean, Resistance have tech slots too. but Yeah, but they don't take it nearly as often. No, no. Uh, so I mean, it, it makes it makes sense to me that they don't have to be like named; they could be like real people. But the uh, it, it is interesting, I guess, to me that we don't see uh, the the support shuttles a lot. Uh, so it does feel more more kind of like the Republic, to where it's it, it always seems like a military organization coming at you right like you're in a a fight against like the first order and not just like oh it's phasma and she's hanging out with kylo and um what is it terex terex in the shuttle like you you have those squads but it doesn't uh those are more rare i feel like they kind of like mix of just random people and yeah. maybe that's I, a benefit that they they don't have a lot of name characters to like yeah. anti-match. I, I can't think of very many. <laughs> yeah. Hawks. I, I can't think of very many first order lists that have recognizable names, um, more than one recognizable name. So like they have a Kylo, but then it's all Typhos and stuff like that, or bombers, they, or they have a Phasma, or a Hux or something like that, and then like nothing else really. Um, to where it's just like, I would say you know, quote unquote generics, but they're just like the tie, like the name TIFOs. Yeah, you're just putting a name to them, basically. Yeah. Marcel, I'm surprised that you count rebels as a cannon fodder faction and not separatist with the vultures. <laughs> uh, separatist. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, separatist as well, but the vultures. They're in the same boat as the Empire, where the generics can contribute and doesn't, you know, the bombers and the vultures. Uh, uh, so, yeah, it, Separatist was just uh, an oversight. Th- them as well. But but the Rebels, I see... The reason I, I see Rebel... Uh, wait, we're, uh, did we jump over to Rebel, or...? Let's go Rebels. We're, we're, we're going to transition one way or the other, Separatist or Rebels. All right, so th- with the Rebels, the the... The image that I have in mind is uh, a huge force versus a smaller force, a couple captains, and then a couple fodder. So so some generics. Uh, Ships that get blown up that you never knew anything about. Uh, Not as much as the other ones, though, because there are, you know, they do go through the individual characters a lot more. Like, hey, Jack, and even though a couple of those characters weren't named like we know because you know they 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 became popular through time even though they weren't mentioned in the movie 
So uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe backing myself away from that one. But it, it's, I still, in my head, when I think Rebels, I think of... Um, actually, I don't really think of Luke as much. I actually just think about, like, the the grunts, the, um, the wedge, the um, X-wings. I think if there's at least an X-wing and an A-wing, the rest of the squad <laughs> looks good. Even if the rest of the squad was, like... Rebel Arc 170, Hawk, Z95. No, no, no. Yeah, no. The, the original, uh, I hate Y-Wings, but as far as thematically, yeah, the X-Wing, the A-Wing, the Y-Wing, and the B-Wing. I mean, if you get those in there, I mean, that's like I, I think super when it perfect thing. For myself, when it comes to ships, what has really opened up my mind for the Rebels, uh, besides like my brain immediately goes X-Wings, uh, was Rogue One. Rogue One kind of took your scope of rebellion and how their kind of fleet worked and really opened it up because you got to see almost every type of ship do something cool and uh, in Rogue One uh, plus like a new ship that being the U-Wing at the time um, yeah, the Battle of Scarif is just really great to show some of the diversity in the rebel um, the rebel faction. So James, yeah. when you when you open up your Rebel Squad Builder, do you feel that you are gravitating towards the main characters, your Luke's, your Wedges, your Hans, your Landos, or do you feel they're missing the mark on that and you're not gravitating towards them that much? I, I do personally gravitate toward it. So I'll try to fit at least one big name like Han, Lando, Luke, uh Hera, uh something like that. Um, in the squad before I start building out like my Jake Farrells and stuff like that. Um, and generally for Rebels, I try to stick to the, the letter ships or, and Falcon. Uh, I, I, I try to stay away from, in, in Rebels, like the ARC 170s, the TIE Fighters, just because like it doesn't feel right to me. Um, if I'm going to do like a TIE Fighter, it's got to be with like a VCX. <laughs> just, just to like keep it thematic. Because like that's a big part of list building for me personally is thematic and steering away from like meta staples is like, is like for me personally, that's, that's cause I, I like list building. So, and creativity. So I'll try to steer away and like try to make something new. But yeah, I definitely hit, I'll try to hit on like Luke, Lando, Wedge, Han, something like that before I start reaching out to Thane and stuff like that. You and, guys really think and, Wedge is a main character? I think he's so. the only one that lives through everything. <laughs> I mean, they say his name multiple way. times. So he's in multiple scenes. I, I guess I mean, he says I lines. Is like, Big Dark Lighter a main character? <laughs> Big, no. oh yeah, Tashi Station. Come on, Luke's <laughs> best friend. Wedge, Wedge, and Lando are the two main yeah. rebel characters of the Endor fight. True. Yep. True. I guess my when I when I think Endor, I think Lando. I I don't, I don't even think about Wedge. My my brain doesn't. Wow. I think about I think about Lando. Destroy the Death Star. And I think about Nine Numb. Like that's it. Nine Numb before Wedge in my brain. For what me. About Kraken. You don't think of Kraken? No. He's in the Kraken and Blount. They're both gunners scene. in that. Yeah, they're both they're both gutters in the Falcon. Yeah. That. I actually hope <laughs> that 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 the SL Lando we get has just yeah. Aaron Kraken Gunner. Lieutenant Blount Gunner, and they both have like cool effects. Yeah, that'd be great. Like, yeah. 
Like that that Falcon just loaded with just names of people. Like nine up crew, blount gunner, crack gunner, lando ability, whatever together. It's just like there is a whole squad inside this ship. Yeah, that, that's going to be like the Chewy um, quick build, <laughs> where it just like has like a ton of different stuff that it does, and yeah, it's gonna be cool. So what about when we finally build a rebel squad these days? Does it feel like it's hitting the the, the theme of the of what we associate with the rebel faction? Lately, it's been the VCX, right? Like that's been the the main piece people are reaching for. What are people reaching for right now? No, the it's either or four U wings. Your 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 torp alphas. Your four U wings, or I mean, it's, I don't know how much it's being adopted, but Bartosh did well with the Han four eight wings. I I think bringing. Uh, like three or at least three a wings is not unheard of anymore yeah 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 M- much less yeah much more popular um i would say i would say falcon and three agility is whether that be tie fighters unfortunately or that's a wings um is pretty solid and then the occasional like boy x-wing is pretty good too pretty common yeah, that's, that's that's where I'm. I'm actually split on theme. I'm I'm not sure exactly which way I think the rebels should go. Because on one hand, they're like quasi or fully uh, um, like military, right? They're like got formation tactics. They're out there, right, with military gear. But on the other side, they're also supposed to be like scrappy. Uh, uh, people from the fringe who just like got thrown into the rebellion, like Han or even Luke off the farm, right? So like I am, I am torn between like when you say like, yeah, they just like grab their old C95s, they grabbed an arc that they got to work, um, they're just flying whatever they can into battle, uh, even if it's a stolen Tie Fighter, like that. That's still rebels to me, but uh, but at the same time, I think I I I unless I'm building like, let's um. Uh, have some rebels fun, like actual like TV show rebel characters fun. Uh, I I do gravitate to- more towards like the militaristic, like I'm talking B wings, Y wings, like the the alphabet squadron normally. Yeah, I think that resonates with people the most. I, when speaking to the rebels TV show, I think that's what's actually missing most from the rebel faction is the 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 the, the specter cell themselves, right? You're your desire to actually bring a VCX with a majority of it being uh, filled with the Rebels crew with <clears throat> basically take take like the four A-Wings from Bartosh's list and the Falcon, replace that Falcon with a VCX and we got like Hera or whatever pilot leading Phoenix X-Wing or A-Wings, I mean, into a battle with a bunch of the Ghost crew. That's kind yeah, of I, I, the future. I think it would be a super cool list to have, like, if we ever got Hera back in the VCX eventually. Um, if we got Hera, a Sheathapede, and, like, two or three A-Wings would be a super fun list, I think. Like, like two or three, like, even if they were, like, the generic, like, Phoenix Cells, or, the, like, the Phoenix Squadron pilots, they'd be super interesting. When are we gonna get a sheet of peat in the in the separatists? Like when? Like that's like their their ship. Missing opportunities the there. Dooku crew peed. Do Dooku crew peed. 
I'm in. I mean, that, I mean, loadout fixes actually a lot of those problems for the like cross faction ships. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess speaking of separatists, we can probably move on to the MDO if you want. Sure. Let's um, let's let's. I think are they our last? No, we have. Uh, wait. Yeah, them and resistance. Them and resistance. So I think separatists are like the 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 biggest split between. You want to take the individual characters, but feels the least like what you would associate the Separatist army with, right? You want to take Grievous, you want to take Django, you want to take Dooku in some capacity, right? Like, they're hitting that well. Mm -hmm. But then you just put them all together in the same list and looks nothing like a droid swarm you see from every single battle the Separatists have had with the clones. Yeah. Like, we don't... So, in what media do we see Grievous's ship? Because that is one I don't. I'm. Not, is that a comic book? Oh no, we see it in the movie. It, we, it, yeah, Bubble Labs it. in episode three. Really? Yeah, that's yes. that's the one that Obi Wan flies away. Yeah. So when they fought, when Grievous and Obi fight, they're on the platform next to Grievous' ship, right when he was about to escape. And then Obi and he, takes he, that ship yeah. and flies it into the Tantiv Four to meet with Bail Organa. What? Please, you guys keep talking. <laughs> I, <laughs> I to Google I this. Yeah, I, must have com you, I completely missed this. Yeah, the, um, I can imagine the shot. Yeah, Tantiv Four plus Mobile Lab. Yep. And also, it is in a episode three. Episodes. I've seen it like yeah. twenty times at least. I, I, you're normally heartbroken at that time because there's just, so much just, going just on. Just go watch, just just like pull up a clip that's like uh, Grievous gets shot by Obi or whatever. See the bell blab in the background. Actually, um, when Grievous is like trying to like fist fight him because he's out of sabers or whatever, or he like they got cut off, like he goes to punch Obi and Obi moves his head because he, he punches a dent in his own ship. Yeah, that that's a ship that he punches and throws Obi against. Yeah. But yeah, it's seen like, he's looking it's, at it. It's, it's seen multiple times where Grievous is also escaping exploding capital ships with the Belba Lab in uh, the Clone Wars TV shows. You know, I don't think you ever really see him fight with it. He's always running away in it. <laughs> you guys keep chatting. Um, I won't be here for a minute. That's fine. Um, I mean, a lot of people uh, niche. Niche group of uh, Star Wars fans love Dirge hey, because real, real of his, his, his appearance in the original uh, Clone Wars 2D yeah. animated. Yeah, Dion, it's at one one hour or oh, fifty one minutes, I think. Yeah, one hour one hour thirty minutes. Yeah, we'll just send uh, yeah. an image in Discord. Um. But yeah, it, if we're looking at not not to say a Grievous couldn't be in a droid centric list that feels more thematic to the Separatist Alliance or Dooku or whoever, right? It's just the fact that you are basically taking Grievous, some form of Dooku, Dooku Dooku, Dooku pilot, maybe Django, maybe a droid as a filler, and then Dirge. It's just a smattering of random people. Um, which feels good that those characters are highly desirable. I think Separatist is doing that well, but it's uh, definitely lacking in the, when you finally build a squad, it feels like you're facing the Separatist alliance. 
I officially feel like an idiot. <laughs> like we, we also see a row class <laughs> in that one too. Like it's it's just it's so obvious. How did I not? Because when you watched it all those years ago and paid attention to it for the first time, because subsequently when you watch it now, it's just like, oh yeah, I know these things happen, these things happen. But like when you watched episode three originally, X Wing wasn't out. You didn't care about the Bell Palab ship. I'm turning in my nerd card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, like I just I just came across the part where Grievous does the punch into the ship. Uh, and then like Obi Wan's like, "Ooh, look at all these juicy bits." But anyway, yeah. At, while Obi is uh, after he meets with the Utapauan, and he like fake leaves, he sends R four to leave. Um, or I guess his new droid. I think R four is gone by that point. Um, <laughs> but he sends his droid to leave with his Ada. You can see a. Uh, Oh, what are they called now? I forget it every time, Dion. Belbelap? No, the other one. The oh. dirge ship. Rogue class. You can see a rogue class flying next to it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, like there it is. Like, it's literally that shows the he entire ship. <laughs> yeah. Just right there. All beat up. Lots of, lots of running away. It's until it gets punched by Grievous. <laughs> yeah. No longer impervium. <laughs> God, I'll use the. <sighs> okay. Yeah, so I I just hope that we see adjustments that make it desirable to play droids in it, droid centric. Doesn't even have to be all droids, right? It could be Grievous leading some droids. It could be Dooku leading some droids. What? It could be Cad Bane. I don't know. Is there any droid ships we're missing? Trying to think of any that um, I'm waiting for the Tri Fighter forever, but I'm not really sure what else. Uh, I almost said Tri Fighter. <laughs> I, don't think we're, I don't think we're missing any notable droid ships. We have the Hyena, we have the Vulture, we have the HMP, we have the Tri. Unfortunately, two of those really aren't good right now, especially the HMP. Tri's okay. Uh, Hyena and Vulture are there as fillers currently. Man, unless I'm they, also pulling a Dion right now and need to put need to turn in my droid card. Did they have any? Um, I think it's just the scare like carrier. When I say carrier, something like just like pure support. Pure support. It would have been the sheathpeed, really, and it's not a droid. It, I mean, droids can pilot it. They probably do pilot it for the Nemoidians or for Dooku or whatever. But but there's no like shuttle version. I know you've got. No. no, I mean, there's like those the closest thing things. to the lat is is the HMP because the HMP can carry racks of droids and drop them off, but it's really more of a gunship than a support ship. I mean, yeah, the the thing that uh, looks like a big hammerhead, like a big brown drop thing, those are massive though, right? They had like tanks drive out of them. Oh, that that's board that's like bigger than a Gazanti or a Tantu. Right. Okay. Those are ships, uh, giant landing craft. We're also Basically. missing possible Umbaran fighters. Oh yeah, uh, that that though that's a that's a that's an interesting that's a, cut. That's, that's like a Naboo planetary defense force. They were in the they were in the battle for Umbara, so 
that would align with at least a fight yeah. that there, were, there, there was like there was like two or three arcs of clone wars yeah big that they were in too. yeah yeah where's my pond grill pond grill <laughs> the traitorous jedi spoilers uh but anyway yeah we need more more droids equal more thematic for for the separatists for sure there's more desire to to take the droids. We don't even need that many more to actually exist as long as they're... I would say the time in which it felt the least thematic is when it was Jango Zam. Like, just yeah. those two. Yes. I don't know. Like, the double fire spray, it just fell off. Even though, like, literally hired by the Separatists, right? I get it, but... It just didn't didn't feel right. I it think felt that's like when sc- the, scum the, the coin turned scum adjacent really came Yes, up. yes, exactly. So resistance, our last one. Will, James, Marcel, who wants to big deal. Resistance? Yeah, it's all about Poe. <laughs> it's all about Poe and Ray. No, big deal. I'm talking about and Finn. Finn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I kind of have the same thought in my head about resistance that i did as rebels were like on one hand you know the last jedi being like every resistance member was on the falcon at one point in time right like uh and they're they're they didn't have ships they're they're picking land speeders as their uh like military craft that they got going but like there you have that on one hand but like on the other side you have like you know uh the the big crew the big uh, carrier ship that uh, Holdo was driving that had, you know, uh, a bunch of X-wings. The the big bombers coming in in formation, right? Ex- escorted by uh, the the T-70s. Uh, so I'm kind of I'm kind of torn on that, but I think most of the time we see more of them as just like scrappy, whatever can get the job done, right? Falcons, a random A-wing. Uh, and, a, and a throw an X wing as well, uh, a fireball. They they seem to be more adjacent to like salads and like named characters flying that like named characters very specific ship. Hova uh, and a couch. Like I don't know who else is um, out there actually like flying. That That's ship. true. I I will say that they are probably the one faction that is flying a named person like a movie named person in every list yeah i would agree with that uh well i mean your empire and republic we talked about that right true yeah that's true i think i, I think multiple names multiple right? that's yeah. true oh, yeah like poe ray is is obviously a big po, starting finn. point poe ray finn oh, well, bba finn's, finn's, a, finn's a gunner with ray but yeah like there there are plenty of names from the resistance uh from the movies Snap. and the sequels that like you are bringing a vast majority of those main characters whether they are crew gunner or pilot it, it's it is missing that um the big the big boy bombers mm-hmm. i mean for me that's that first scene is, yeah, but like uh, other than Paige, who like what connection do you have to them though? 
the movie, the opening scene of. I know, so, but like, I was, like but that like, to me was impactful. I, I, that, I mean, I'm, I'll give you that. I, I, that was one I, of the I, most great pieces of Star Wars content I had. Yeah. Not the entire movie. I'm talking about. I mean, to yeah, be that, fair, they designed that. the the Star Fortress thematically. Then that it just gets lit up in every X-wing game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. So theme on point there, for sure. Uh, that's one of the other ships I really can't wait for them to maybe yeah. take a stab at with a standardized I, loadout. Part. Absolutely, I, I think I think we can get a couple standardized loadouts, like different variations of those pilots that we have, and I think those could be actually competitive and good. Yeah, with, escape with, or with, evacuation with, from good from Dakar, like as a scenario. Yeah. Oh yep. yeah. Yeah, I think we could get a couple of uh, loadouts there, and I think we'll be in good shape with the Star Fortresses. Do you feel okay that a, that a lot of the resistance lists have these little eeny weeny pods running around? I mean, I don't feel great about it, especially when Finn is doing more damage than Poe. But <laughs> it's no, it's no more strange than Kaz flying a race car into battle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But he, or, but but we see him them battling like pirates and stuff with it, so it's less. Yeah, the only thing Less we see weird. those little pods do is take them to and from a gambling planet. <laughs> this is my van I took to Vegas and back. Oh, and, and also try and escape uh, secretly to the, the planet of Crate, and then they get found out and shot at. We never see them shoot at all. Pretty sure it doesn't have guns. I, does it have guns, actually? That's a really good question. I mean, it's part of a I, B. It's like a pod attached to an old B-wing chassis. Yeah, so that maybe... makes the original transport, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a weird one. Yeah, resistance in a weird spot. That's the only part that throws me off. Like they, that faction definitely, definitely wants you to take the characters. Does that really well? Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I you mean, build but... the whole squad, you come around to just taking those two resistance pods. You just go, just if it were any other chassis, it'd be perfect. I don't know. That kind of embodies the resistance, though. Of just like the first or like. More of how the First Order looks at the Resistance is that little pod being like, like, okay, you're like a why, handful why are, of people, yeah. and, why are and they you're bringing the worst ship I've ever seen. This fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it, and then it, it wrecks your face. It could have the Palpatine effect, like I talked about earlier, like the Resistance didn't plan to attack with this. They're just always being attacked by something else they're trying to escape, but they're using... Their 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 underdogness to still use these chassis and get the job done and win the day. So is there a, a, a last thing on resistance? I mean, as far as like the uh, the recognizability of it, you almost always see a T seventy or at least an A wing in any list you build for them, right? It's very rarely. Like two fireballs, a pod, and a falcon. Yeah, I think most lists we the only copy of a ship that we see is the pods. Most other most other lists are like very salad, like X wing, mm-hmm. A wing, pod, uh, the uh, racer. But like I'm saying, like uh, like uh, Falcon could be in any faction, but like something that like instantly is like recognizable as that's a resistance squad. Yeah, I, I think normally if you see two T-70s, it's because you have Poe T-70 and Zay Versio, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Other T-70s really showing up. If it's A-Wings, you're only seeing Lulo and maybe Meryl. 
Like I've seen, I played against a six ship resistance list that didn't have of your feature ace piece, but it had two A wings being Lulo and Merrill. So there's that, I guess. Yeah, I uh, guess I the that seven ship list is kind of less. Uh... They're more on the scrappier side of just oh we, yeah that, that we gotta like fly a ship in three pods two fireballs and two a wings but they all do something <laughs> true i mean yeah all right so here here i will let let's do a quick round robin here uh so in your opinion for each of us most thematic least thematic faction ryan i'll have you started up uh most is republic least biases wants to say separatist because i'd really like droids to come back in better mass but they do hit the characters pretty well so i'll say actually least is probably scum they're just but but it's hard like i will admit that a telling amg to try and fit the character and the feel of the faction theme into a faction that was pretty much well they can't be rebels they can't be empires so we're just going to dump them in scum right they're the mm -hmm. they're the mishmash faction at base as it is so it's it's not an easy task ryan i mean ryan james um I, i've gotta i've gotta agree on both parts um like republic feels super thematic has jedi and clones like that's what what else could you want from them um and scum it just feels like there's really no theme which i guess is the theme is that there's no theme <laughs> but um definitely the one that like when i see it on the table i'm like oh i guess those people could be involved together um it's a uh, de definitely not as thematic as other ones can be marcel um it's close between the resistance and uh empire but i think i'm gonna go empire just because i um you know the ships that are typically the most popular are ships that uh any star wars fan can recognize you don't have to be you know even into star wars too much to know like oh yeah that's that that's the darth vader ship plus a bunch of tie fighters yeah uh let's and I would say also the scum, but not it's because there is no thing. So it's, I mean, there's no definition of what they are or what they're supposed to be other than the name that they were given, scum and villainy. So you just expect scum and villainy. But um, yeah, I mean, there's, 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 no, there's no reference point. You know, you, somebody who's not really familiar with all of the all of the stuff outside of the movies or what's kind of pop culture they're gonna be like well, you know they don't know what to expect they're the bad guys i guess like version two bad guys so anyway probably be those two empire for the most will uh, I'm gonna have to agree. Empire, the like the instant recognition of like that's an empire list, and like honestly how they how they play to me of like just like ruthless. I think is like a perfect description 
for like how the empire's just they're willing to win um uh, they would prefer you know the name character to get survive but like right. they're they don't care about the red shirts it's uh and that's um just a perfect in in theme and stuff uh for them uh mine is actually separatist uh that i think hits or fails to hit the mark um i've flown a lot of like a very popular list Django, grievous dirge um and hyena or whatever right um filler and like that is like on one hand like yeah that's the separatists they're like a, you know a, a bunch of different uh cells like i'm basically the opposite of rebels a bunch of cells that had to come together uh but but it just it just doesn't sell it for me that's not what i think about when i think about separatists i want the separatist alliance like as a military organization i want to see those droids i want to see that like the relay commanding them right uh and like grievous's boba lab is not what i think of like when i think about like the separatists in combat like as like a like a, a squadron coming at me right um but though i do like it i like how they're all like pe recognizable but the it just uh it doesn't translate to what i imagine the separatists would be in in a dogfight man i'm you know I'm, what? I, I'm, I'm in the reverse button i'm going back to separatists will sold me on it give me better separatists <laughs> <if> i want <laughs> be better separatists well give 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 me the separatists we should be seeing that's shown right. in, and literally all of media is just here Vultures. are the droids. Yep. Maybe led by one of their leaders sometimes, or maybe it's just they're going out to do their thing because they're commanded to do so. All right, and I, I'm I'm in the same boat there. With uh with separatists, we just need need more need more Roger Roger in our life to to be convinced that separatists are separatists. Grimwolf in the chat says, I fear Isofane flying droids. I mean, yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it. I don't know who else is. Though. He's the actual tactical relay. <laughs> Gotta love it. Well, my friends. Hey, Leon, did you say who your most thematic was? Uh, most thematic for me is Empire. I mean, for for we we don't see at Palpatine too often. I know I really I really said I wanted Palpatine, but like Vader and Tie Fighters, that's great. Which is funny I, because that's it's thematic now. You know, you know we had a, we had a stretch where it wasn't. It was like triple aces for a long time, and the when when like Phantoms were a thing, and you had like Vader, Suntier, and Whisper. Like that was a weird time for Empire, where Empire didn't really feel like it. Um, one of the things that I've equated uh, X-wing to, it's like a flight simulator game on a table, right? So, but when you have uh, a faction that is on theme or feels very on theme, it feels less like that. Even if you're flying against a faction that doesn't make sense, you're like Empire versus the Resistance. Like that doesn't movies make sense but it it can feel more real when the pilots are more lined up but yeah empire i think is it well uh, i think that's we're gonna call it for here for tonight fam uh, i know next week or here pretty soon we're gonna start uh, talking about we like 
point predictions and we got faction rankings to do end of season faction rankings and then way too early faction rankings all the all those rankings you guys love to argue with us on those so those, those are coming around the corner here uh any closing thoughts or cleanup here before we head out for the night I, are you guys ready for more factions we've been talking about mando uh would you would you be willing to do like a uh, uh allow other factions into the game um either like high republic or whatever rays getting into in movies um would you rather see more diversity in the factions um than we have right now no i think i'd no for me unless it's the old republic no um what about the I'd high rather... republic come on that's that's probably honestly going to be the no, next one so maybe i mean that's that's what's most current unless they're working on something old republic but um instead of seeing more factions what i'd be interested in seeing is more play on on categories you know they're doing it with the mandalorians they're doing it with the so things like that oh or even with like um uh you know we've got the packs right so you know like the aces and all of that even if they start doing with existing pilots just uh like if they flew together in a specific scenario or in a specific mission or they were part they were together in some piece of content somewhere that even ones that don't have like a specific name they get um bulked together as as like a special bonus when they fly together or something like that. So I'd rather see that than more factions. I think that kind of reminds me of Siege of Coruscant when you're incentivized to bring more ships with Born for this because some of their abilities play off of the fact that, oh, when another ship has Born for this or is a named or whatever, they get to do X special thing, right? So without directly making a different keyword which is still something they can do they can just have abilities that play off each other specifically to incentivize you to bring them together as a unit yeah yeah like like a, a big keyword that has been in shatterpoint for the lot of the mandalorians is like mandalorians are stronger together so something like if there's another mandalorian uh ship or a ship with mandalorian is stronger together keyword at range one of the uh, the ship you're attacking you could change one blank to a hit kind of thing uh something like that to where you're incentivized to bring more mandalorians yeah and i'm not even thinking um it has to be like keyword and that you know like that formal like i mean that formal in terms of like putting it into the rule set and stuff like that you can just do it and like i'd be okay with them doing it in the uh, PDFs with the with the points, if they if they say okay, we're gonna put a red dot in front of these fives, mm-hmm. and just just keep it simple, and they can kind of turn turn it on, turn it off, and just play around with it that way without having to to redesign the entire game and you know and, and open up those floodgates that are harder to rewind. Interesting, more like an unrestricted list to where mm. 
these these pilots can be in a list, but only these pilots could be in there. And there's a bonus or something. I mean, you, sure. you can do that, but like I said, something that's just even, it doesn't have to be that formal. It can just be like part of a tournament season. That could be cool. All right, fam. Well, we'll be back next week with more X-Wing content for you. I think we might be ranking some factions, but who knows? Come back next week, and uh, and we'll find out. Thanks for watching, everybody. Start preparing for store championships. They're around the corner. Thanks for watching. Be smart and be safe. Gold Squadron. <laughs>